Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It is Will. And it's Griff. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA. Uh, we got a couple games tonight. Talk about the Celtics past couple of games. We got the NFL divisional round from this weekend. And we have the Inside the Five mock draft. Yes, sir. What do you say? Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get right into it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. start off with some news we got nba news we got Cavs are looking to trade kevin porter jr after a locker burst locker burst after a locker room outburst because yep. they gave Torian prince his locker and he was just absolutely pissed yeah so i guess uh he started throwing food at the yeah. coaches <laughs> he started throwing food at the coaches because they gave Tarian Prince, are, are we pronouncing that right? I feel like he, he's been in the league so long. He was with the Hawks for a while, and I yeah. can never pronounce his name. It's like, I think it might just be Tarin. Tarin? I'm just going to say Tarin. I'm sorry. Tarin yeah, Prince. I'm not sure. Yeah, I apologize. Got, he was part of that name. big four-team trade uh, that uh, where the Nets landed James Harden. He was part of that. He got sent to the Cavs with Jared Allen. And yeah, I mean, I guess they just gave him Kevin Porter's locker and Kevin Porter was pissed. He started throwing food, started screaming at the coaches and uh, they're looking to trade him. And they said, even if they can't get any trades, they might just drop him. Like, why would they do that? I don't know. It's like his second year in the league. He was so good at USC too. That's so he's like, he's like not even like that bad right now for them. Like he's not that terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, oh, like they were literally looking to drop him. 
like I'm serious, they might actually just drop him. I don't they think anyone's just drop him. Like I guarantee you, like maybe seven teams in the league are very interested in him, and they're just like, you know what? We're just gonna have them drop him, and then we're just gonna give him an offer, so we don't have to give up anything. Right, and it's like, oh my god, like. Why would they even give him his locker in the first place? Like, do they not have enough lockers? (laughs) Yeah, I'm confused because I'm pretty sure that Cavs roster when LeBron was on it was enormous. Yeah, I know there was like they had Iman Shumpert signed back after like four consecutive like times. Like what? Like how? Like he was literally the last man on the team. So like, I don't even know because uh, do you remember? Do you remember Hard Knocks? Did you watch the Rams Chargers one at all? Uh, I watched like maybe the first episode. I hadn't finished it. I need so, to watch it. Uh, this is the same with the Seahawks. They have like kind of two different locker rooms, and mm-hmm. they put all like the bums in the other locker room, all the rookies, and then all the bums in the other locker room, and then like all the starters. But like that's because there's like a hundred people on that team. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's like twenty people on a roster. Well, How the, do you not have enough well, locker? The Cavs locker room is enormous. Have you like seen yes. it? Like when they yes. won the championship, bro, it was huge. <laughs> it was like a big ass like oval, and there was just literally there was no like individual <laughs> space in between each like little locker. It was literally they were all condensed. All right, one sec. I have a picture of the locker room. Will I'm gonna count the amount of lockers they have? One, I'm it up, I'm just two, curious to see. three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and then there's like a little fucking hallway right next to it. It has a few more. So you think they sent Kevin Porter to the other room with the freaking bums? <laughs> Wait, this like uh, I don't know what picture you're looking at, but the like the new new ones they look. Yes, sick. that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking at. All right, and now I need to know how many people are on this roster right now. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's only showing four. There's only four players on the Cavs roster, I guess. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, we're there now. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. There's literally seventeen, and I counted seventeen. Did I not? Yeah, well, so I'm so confused. Why couldn't they just give Tower and Prince like one of the open lockers? Yeah, there had to be one open. Like I'm, I'm just so lost. I'm really that's a Cavs problem. I don't really care what anyone says. That is not a Kevin. Like I'd be pissed too. I'd be pissed if yeah, because that's probably been his lockers since like he got there. Yeah, I probably would, like, walk into the office, like, not even the office, but, like, for them, yeah, it's technically the office, walking in, and just, like, all right, guys, we're getting ready for a game, doing my routine, I have my grubs, I got everything, and I go to sit down in my locker, and I see Tar and Prince there, I'm like, what are you doing here, Yeah, like, what are you doing in my locker right now? Like, if you don't think that's going to cause, like, a massive locker room issue, you're actually dumb. They already have, like, issues to begin with. Yeah, I know. They're, they screwed themselves by doing that. Just, I mean, give him the open locker. There was an open locker. Like, yeah, maybe if he ends up developing into, like, the starting lineup somewhere or whatever, then, yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, Tarin Prince is, like, a grizzled vet. Like, he's a vet. Yeah. 
And Kevin Porter well, Jr. I think is in his second second uh I think second, second year in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was reading a tweet from you know Lethal Shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it's funny Kevin Porter Jr. is going through tough times and people on social media are clowning him. Just like you, he's going through issues. Pro athletes are human. Nice. I mean, he like, like he's not he's not wrong. Like he's not wrong at all. Yeah. Like like I would be pissed. I no, mean, like, like I'm like, pi- I mean, I'm pissed for him right now. Yeah, no, I'm actually mad. And like obviously, like, no disrespect to Tarn Prince, but like I'd get it if it was like a top 10 player in the league that took my locker spot. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's freaking yeah, LeBron bro. James. Like if, if Damien, if Damien Lillard pulled up and was like, that's my locker. I'd be like, all right, that's your locker. Yeah. I'd just be like, nice to meet you, Dame. Like I want to be boys with him, not yeah. cause a fight. But like he literally just walked in on game day and just was like, all right. Um, where would you like me to eat and get dressed? He was like, you know what? Screw it. More food for the coaches, just throws it at him. Oh my god, wait, Will, it's even more fucked up. You ready for this? I'm on USA Today. You ready for mm-hmm. this? According to this anonymous person, probably Daryl Moore, uh, Porter became <laughs> angry when he learned his locker space had been moved for Tarin Prince, who was acquired in the 14 blockbuster trade involving James Harden. Porter began yelling and throwing food, resulting in a confrontation with Cavs GM Colby Altman. Porter 20 has not played this season because of personal reasons and was attending his first game of the season on Friday. Oh, actually, I did see that. I did see that because I, I like I saw something saying like because I'm pretty sure he hasn't played this season because I was about to say that. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I saw that or not. And I, like, thank you for saying that, because that makes it even worse because one, he's already not playing because of personal issues, and then they just go ahead and give someone else his locker. Like, that's just literally, like, the dirtiest move you could do. Yeah, I know. They just, like, completely screwed him. He got arrested on November 15th uh, following a single vehicle accident and charged with improperly handling a firearm in a vehicle, failure to control a vehicle, driving without a license, and possession of the devil's lettuce sauce <laughs> all right so, well so uh, he's losing us here um <laughs> yeah he, he's, he's losing us as he's losing us he admitted fault for failure to control a vehicle uh during porter's freshman season at socal he was suspended indefinitely for personal conduct issues oh kevin porter you dropped a bag on us you had us you, you had, had us, us fighting for you. We we were on your side. I mean, yeah, we were really on your side there. I mean, I could still fight with you a little bit because that is yeah. kind of disrespectful. Regardless, it's still just very regard, disrespectful. Regardless I, of the situation before it even happened and personal right. reasons and all that other stuff, that's still disrespectful regardless of who because was like, coming into the team. If, he, if he's, like, going through all this shit as well, like, obviously, like, it's – I mean, you can't say it's anybody's fault for him getting arrested for all that stuff, but, like, even though he did, like, you still, as a GM, as the coaches, like, he's still part of your team. Like, you don't want to disrespect him anymore. Like, he's going through a lot of shit right now. He had to take off some time for personal reasons after that, and now you just move his locker. He shows up. He definitely showed up with his grubs, like you said, stepped up to his locker, sat down, and looked up in the nameplate said Tarian Prince. Yeah, and he was probably heated. 
He was probably like, confused. He was probably like, oh, they just put it at the wrong spot. And then Prince pulled up and like was like, yo, what are you doing? I'm, I'm my locker. And Kevin Porter was like, this is my locker. And then the coach came in and was like, okay, P, let me talk to you. And then that's probably when it started. Yeah, and th- like I don't even know how to describe like 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 we said before like whatever he's gone through like he he was making his like first effort to like come like come to the game and possibly maybe ball out like they have a good young core there and like that literally just ruined it all. Yeah, but they need to dump him within the next following days before shit like goes bad. Yeah, because they don't need to ruin like the rest of the team. Right, exactly. Because I mean, the longer he's there, the worse it is for the squad. Yeah, I agree. at that point, they yeah no, they're done. They got to be done with Kevin Porter. And I like Kevin Porter a lot. He's a good player. Uh, they yeah. said stuff about USC. He was uh, suspended indefinitely for, I guess, acting out like that again. So like, if he can definitely figure that out, he'll be a good player. Yeah, I mean he. I mean, I guess like technically he is young. You know what I mean. Still trying yeah. to figure things out. He's getting money. It takes it takes a little while to figure things out. Like yeah, that, so. I mean when when you come into a league where you're making millions of dollars after like really not having anything, it kind of gets to you. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, hopefully. he's tw- he's 20 years old. Well, he was born May 5th, 2000. That's literally two years older than me. Yeah. So. Hopefully they figure that out. Um, uh-huh. I don't really even know who would pick him up. Essentially, I don't like. I guess when it gets there, it gets there. But anyways, there, moving yeah. on. Kyrie has missed seven straight games. Is eight marking tonight or is seven marking tonight's? Game? Seven is marking tonight's game. So seven marking tonight's game. Um, this would be the second game prior to the trade. Uh no, uh, post trade, not prior. I mean, prior I meant to say, yeah, uh, post trade. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked good without him. I can they only did. imagine what they could possibly do when he's on the team. Right. I feel like they don't even need him. Um, I don't know why I'm getting a small feeling that he might retire. Um, like, he's uh, uh, Steve Nash actually came out today and said, uh, Kyrie Irving hopefully will play on Wednesday in Cleveland because he's he's been uh, back back at the uh, facility the past few he days. Is? Okay, because they just couldn't contact him. And Steve Nash, uh, this is from Slomo Sh- Sprung Sprung on Sports verified account. I don't know. Steve Nash is looking to get Kyrie some extra work, and hopefully he'll be ready for Wednesday. So, right, so look forward to actually seeing what they can do with their like big three, right. I guess. Yeah. Cause that, that's uh, interesting. Also in Kyrie talk, uh, he bought a new home for George, George Floyd's family. Yep, um, I did see that today. Uh, Steven that, Jackson, I believe said something about that today. I believe, uh, Steven Jackson like told people about it. Cause Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie actually does like a lot of stuff for a lot of people. And yeah. He's just so like weird. That nobody yeah, notices all yeah. this stuff. It's because it, he's drawing attention to like this the bad, instead. The bad, yeah, yeah, like, like it's earlier, not, it's not really working out. 
because like like no one would know about that unless Steven Jackson said something like that because he wouldn't personally say that himself. At least I don't think he would with what has gone on like the past like two and a half years. Right. Uh, and yeah, because earlier during the pandemic, like right when it hit uh, late March, uh, this is from Bleacher Report. Brooklyn Nets star point guard Kyrie Irving announced Monday that he is donating $323,000 to Feeding America with Lineage Logistics matching up to 200K in donations as well. Uh, he is also partnering with City Harvest and donating 250,000 meals across the New York area. Like, he just uh, he does a lot of shit, but it's, like, it's the things like this where it's, like, everybody's, like, Kyrie's, like, an asshole. Kyrie, like, is, like, weird, which he is weird, but he does do a lot of good stuff. He's just yeah. kind of he's, he's just not weird. like he's just not like a bad person. Like that's what like everyone's taking away from this. It's just like in in everyone's opinion, and I think it's it's like to what everyone's knowledge is, because not everyone knows he does all this stuff. But like, you know, you don't show up after you celebrated a family's birthday party in someone's house without a mask and then just like not show up or not say yeah. a word to the team. Not say anything about it, yeah. And then, like, obviously he gets fined, and then after that he finally says something. Like, it, like I don't think he really needs to go that far. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I also, moving on from this topic, Will, unless you have anything else. No. But staying on the topic of, um, of the Nets, as we know, James Harden was traded to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karis LeVert ended up going to the Pacers. And oh, yeah. honestly, him getting traded Saves was maybe life. maybe the best move ever because uh, during his physical, he had to take an MRI and they found a small mass in his kidney. Uh, a mass could be like a tumor. It could be like a lot of things. Yeah, it, it, like they, they were saying similar to what uh, Chris Bosh had going on when yeah, he like a clot like a blood claw or something like that, which I mean, who would have known him getting traded possibly could be saving his life right now. Right. They found it very early too, which is a good thing. Um, And uh, this is a, the Pacers president of basketball operations, Kevin Pritchard, uh, no relation to Peyton said (laughs) the team is super confident that Levert will be able to get back on the court which is good because they caught it very early. So, I mean, hey, if he didn't get traded, you really never know. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like, they don't have normal, like, physicals like that once you're I think I think it's like like me and you. We have to get it, like, once a year. Yeah. And then every time you go to work out for someone or you go to – or you get traded, you also have to get a physical. So, yeah. It was good because, I mean, if they didn't, they'd have to wait another, like, 300 and – 40 days yeah because what do they have to do an annual physical for the team every year you play yeah so they literally have to wait till like so so season ends what like a little after february i think was like march playoff start and then i think it's supposed to end like is that ending in june still it's something like that it's supposed to end in june so it's somewhere around the similar timeline as if it normally would end it's just a little bit earlier yeah Oh, I just literally smashed my <laughs> Um, So then he had to go through the whole entire summer, and then he wouldn't find out until, like, I know. Camp, yeah, which would which be crazy. Would be very scary. Very scary. Yeah. So, I mean, blessing in disguise by him getting traded. 
But moving on, the Celtics are finally back in action. They've played two games since our last pod. We didn't know if they were going to be playing, uh, but they did. They played on Friday. They played on Saturday. Uh, you may have thought on Friday they would have been a little rusty. They did not show any rust as they beat the Magic 124-97. to Jalen Brown put up 21 and eight assists as Pritchard also added 16 points, probably his second best performance. Taco almost banged a three, but they called it a two. Uh, split as a over the line. Yeah, I mean, because he has a size 538 shoe. <laughs> Uh, and then just to add on to me saying rust, I guess the rust kicked in the next day as they took on the Knicks at home and fell to them 105 to 75. JB still at 25 and will it was Kemba's debut. Uh, he p- did not play that well, but 20 minutes for his first game back. He had nine points, three rebounds and four assists. So, I mean, he's just working his way back, yeah. but overall, I think. Jeff T needs to get traded. I like he's there's just no reason for him to be on the team right now, in my opinion. Like that's that's like my biggest thing with the Celtics right now. Like Jeff T needs to go. There's nothing wrong with him. Like, we just yeah, don't need him. Just, we don't we don't need him anymore. Like I I think we well one we signed him because the doubts with Kemba, Kemba. and obviously we had no idea who would kind of be filling. We didn't know Pritchard was going to be literally yeah. the best player ever, which is insane and then so i mean he's not doing terrible i mean there's some questionable things he does on the court which i am not a big fan of like obviously he's not terrible at shooting the ball but sometimes it's a little bit too excessive in my opinion i i think like he check is really only one time he he checks himself (laughs) like three or four so uh that's probably my least favorite thing but i mean in terms of like moving the ball and creating like a steady offense like he's not terrible at all like he moves the ball well and he finds an open guy pretty well so there's Mm -hmm. i just don't think it's the right fit right now right i also think with kemba he only had four assists um i think a big problem because i don't know if you watched this game but i did uh kemba was finding a lot of open looks to like tristan thompson and Mm -hmm. i mean Tristan Thompson obviously is good, but the chemistry just isn't really there yet. Yeah. So, like, I feel like he missed a lot. Of, Tristan Thompson missed a lot of like, kind of, kind of chances under the rim where Kemba would kind of dime him up, and Thompson just would not be ready. So, Kemba, hey, I, Kemba will get there soon. Yeah. He's still on a minutes restriction, and Tatum will be back soon as well. So we'll get the full squad in. But I mean, Thank I wouldn't you. mind seeing. I wouldn't mind having this year be. Uh, be the year that we have a few moves at the trade deadline. I feel like this is the year we have a few moves at the trade deadline. And I like, uh, it's a little early to say anything, but when we were talking about trading, Kemba was in the name for trades a lot. Yeah. And like, that leads me to think that he might be moving. I, I don't think exactly that's what we're going to do, but. Yeah, I don't. I think if Kemba was going to get moved, it was going to be before the season started. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like some of the like obviously what he found, um, Thompson, it just looked a little bit weird. Obviously, I don't it think he's just like it. Just like he wasn't like ready. I saw like most of the game. I didn't get the opportunity to watch the whole thing, but yeah, I got I got to see some of it before it got ugly at the end. Yeah, no, and, like, the worst part is, like, they didn't even really – the Celtics never really went on a run to, like, come back. 
Like, that's the worst part. Yeah, because... It was just, like, an absolute domination of the New York Knicks. But as a person that hypes up Mitchell Robinson a lot on the Knicks, I found out that he is so bad in the pick-and-roll defense. Oh, yeah, he looked – he was so bad. He's he's really good offensively. Did you see the rebound that he had? And, like – like so he the rebound somehow got all the way out to like the three point line and he like uh-huh. leaned backwards and Teague like didn't know what to do and he like hunched over like this and he like flopped over him. It was nuts. <laughs> he like Oh, like, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> and he was like down on the ground for like a solid like, like thirty hurt. seconds. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, that I was just I was just like, uh like what was the necessary? <laughs> I like, was so was, confused because I was on? like uh I was playing Xbox while watching it. And I like look over. Robinson is just on the ground, like for no reason. I watched the yeah. replay. All he did was fall over Teague. Yeah, I literally, I like walked in the living room and like I had the game on earlier. I walked back in to see what was going on, and all of a sudden I just see Mitchell Robinson diving over Teague to grab the <laughs> rebound, and he does like a half a flip over his like oh body. I was just like, all right, um, like sure. Yeah, like that was an interesting technique for the rebound for him. That was such a bad approach for him. Yeah, that was a very bad approach. Um, <laughs> what I say? So we got we're bringing back. We got lock of the week, lock yep, of the episode. My bad, not week. We are back. Lock of the episode. Um, it's seeming to, it's seeming like they're figuring out like a group of games that are actually going to play again. So it's not looking too bad. Mm-hmm. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Because, what was it, the last episode, there was just like games in the middle of the, like, the week that were just getting randomly postponed. Just randomly postponed. Randomly but postponed, yeah, in yeah. this... In this uh, for the episode, we're going to do games that are playing on the night of this recording so we know for a fact that they're going to be played. So you guys yeah. will already know what happened by the time you're listening to this. But we have, I believe, six games, seven games. We have seven games uh, that are being played tonight. I actually just realized that the Suns Grizzlies will are being played right now. Okay. 
Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Who, who are you going to take? I was going to take the Suns minus five and a half. All right. You haven't seen the score or anything, right? No. I don't know. I had that a, was a weird smirk. That was a weird smirk. No, I, I, I just like, I don't know. Like when I was looking at this game, like beforehand, I had like a nod feeling that the Grizzlies might actually win. And I just don't like, no, now I'm scared. You, but you haven't looked at the, you haven't looked at the score. No, I have no idea what's going on. All right. Are you taking the Suns minus five and a half? It's halftime. I looked at the score. Oh, the game's already half over. I'm not going to bother taking it now. Okay. Who would you have taken? I would have taken the Suns minus five and a half. All right. The Grizzlies are up four at halftime. Okay. I mean, I think. So, I mean, it's like doable. doable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's a like good. Our, that's your like, most favorite thing to say. <laughs> that's literally been the word of the weekend. No, wait. So, ready? Uh, we'll get to it, but just a quick uh, run over. We had the uh, in the Saints Bucks game. <laughs> we needed Cameron Bray and Alvin Kamara to score a touchdown. We needed Alvin Kamara to score two. With like five minutes left, the Saints had the ball. I was like, "Will this is so doable?" Kamara scores one, and then they come back. Bray scores another. Then Kamara just scores again. The Saints win the game, and we hit. That didn't happen with five minutes left in the game. I don't know. Like, how why wasn't Kamara being used? It, they literally, like, yeah, Slant Boy didn't do anything either. Slant like, Boy what, was like, awful. Like, it, it was literally the Traquan Smith show. It was literally and the Traquan. Deontay Harris got hurt early after literally being the return man of the year. Bro, they literally could have gotten 14 points off of returns. Like, the offense didn't even need to come out. Like, he literally scored, and then they got two blocking in the back. Yeah, calls. two block in the backs, which were like, like they were good calls, but like, why would you block in the back? Right. And, and I like how they're having him at wide receiver. He's really good He's at wide really receiver. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyways, back back to uh, back to NBA talk. Uh, like we said, Suns Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are currently up at by four at half. Uh, Phoenix is minus five and a half. Well, I say we can still pick a team, but um, not as our lock, just because it's yeah. just so far into this game. I think I'm still gonna rock with the Suns pulling this one out. I don't. I don't think they're gonna cover the spread but i i agree with you i think the suns will win but they do not cover yeah um instead i'll make the next game my lock uh we got bucks nets i'm gonna take the nets nets plus three and a half um that's what do i have do do i have a money line option or can i take them through or should i no okay i'll I'll take them with the spread (laughs) why would you take the money line i think they're gonna win regardless Okay, well, it's a lock of the week. I'm not giving you any money. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, just I think they're <laughs> gonna win straight up. All right, all right. Well, all right. So that is gonna be your lock of the week. Um, I think the Bucks are gonna win that game just because I don't know. They're just bound to win a game over the Nets right now. It's just bound to happen. I feel like Giannis is one of the only people that can stop KD, and then James Harden is just gonna go off. But like, who really cares? Yeah, it's just going to be the James Harden show. They yeah. looked cool back together. I'm not going to lie. It looked they sick. And it's, like, started... it's just like, it's like not the same because Harden wasn't that good when he's on the Thunder. So it's like not even like they're like back together. It's like they're back together as like two different people. Yeah, and it's like better. And like everyone's like, oh, bring R- Russell Westbrook back. I'm like, no, no, no. Imagine no. though. They would just ruin the chemistry again. And the same thing would happen. Well, no, the only bad blood, which there isn't even bad blood anymore between the two, is KD and Westbrook. The bad blood is from Harden to the Thunder front office. 
because yeah. they traded him instead of Serge Ibaka. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, too. Serge is our dude. Like, that was their thoughts. They really thought Serge was their dude. Their NBA Finals fallout was maybe one of the worst. It was insane. Right when, right when they uh, lost from 3-1, it was just over because KD left. And I believe the year before, the year before that one, they were in the finals and they got rocked by the Heat. Yeah, yeah, that was just a bad show from them. They literally, it, it kind of wasn't really fair because they went from Spurs domination to having one year in between where they made it, but then it was like, oh, in the Eastern Conference, you have Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron. And then after that one year of domination... Uh, well, many years of domination from the Heat, but after that one year, one gap year that they actually had a chance, the next year was just like the Warriors were nasty. Well, the Spurs came back. The Spurs came back. Yeah. The Spurs came back afterwards. It was insane. It was insane. So it was kind of just like they were stuck in like the wrong time frame, but they were still nasty. If they didn't give up on James Harden so early, they would have been nasty. It's so crazy to think like, after that, like, it's actually insane to think of how long that James Harden was on the Rockets for. Like, I didn't even realize that, but he's been there for, like... How long? Like, a while. Because, like, I remember vividly when James Harden, like, when James Harden left. I, like, remember that. Yeah, I do, too. 2012? It was eight years. Yeah, I, like <laughs> 2012 to technically this season for like a he's 31. Month. What? <laughs> but like, wait, pause. How did? All right, no, I'm no, I'm mad. I'm mad now. I'm actually mad. How did? So already, when did KD get drafted? Oh seven. Uh, either 07, 08, or 08, 09. I think it was 07, though. I think it was 07. Because it so was they, it, wasn't it like the year before the Sonics became the Thunder. It was the same year. So KD got drafted in 07. His first year was 07, 08. Okay. Jeez. His first year was 07, 08. So that means Russell Wilson's first, Russell Wilson, yep. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's first year was 08-09, right? So let me know why in back-to-back-to-back drafts they've got KD and then Russell Wilson and then James Harden because James Harden's first year was 09-10. Like, like, who? Like how do they get away with that? That is the greatest three years of draft picks maybe of all time. Other than, like, the Celtics in 54 to 57. Like, all all MVPs. Like, they literally all have won an MVP. I don't think anyone has, like, done that modern era. Yeah, that's actually the most insane thing. All right, so ready? And two of them won MVPs on that team. All right, one sec. Let me, let me hit, let me hit Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was drafted with, was it the second pick? Yep, the second pick in 2000, 2007 to the Seattle Supersonics, okay? Mm-hmm. So he was the second pick. The very next year, Russell Westbrook. Oh, I'm on the wrong website again. 
Russell Westbrook was the fourth pick fourth in the third. 2008 draft. He was number four. And then so and then in the 2009 draft, James Harden was the third pick. So how do you have Russell Westbrook and KD and still get the third pick? <laughs> yeah, like that's like that is insane. Wait. This draft class is insane. There's just like so many like people like what? I'm like looking at Westbrook's like draft class just to see like who else was like in this. So oh, it literally God. went it went Derek Rose, Michael Beasley, <laughs> OJ Mayo, Westbrook, Kevin Love, and then Danilo Gallinari, Eric Gordon. Uh, Joe Alexander, DJ Augustine, and Brooke Lopez. Those were the top. Those are the first ten picks. Wow! And then Roy Roy Hibbert, Roy Hibbert was seventeen. Robin Lopez was also Serge Ibaka was twenty fourth. Yep. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan was thirty fifth. And then Gore and Dragic. Oh my yep. gosh! We also have. I think it was. Yeah, no, that's about it. Wait, what? Patrick Ewing Jr. Shut up. <laughs> where where do you see that? Where do you see that? He got he's round two, 43rd pick. Patrick Ewing Jr. from Jamaica. He went to Georgetown. That I mean that's got that's gotta be. It has to that has to be. Why was he born in Jamaica? I don't, I don't he literally know. looks exactly like him. It ha- like it has to be. He literally looks like him. He's the eldest son of Hall of Fame basketball player and New York Knicks legend Patrick Ewing. But is it Ewing from? Oh, Ewing's from Jamaica, I guess too. But Ewing moved to Massachusetts because he went to oh. Cambridge, Ridge and Latin. We just we missed we missed like two people. Wait, I want to. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember Omar Asik. Oh, of course. And then Luke. Mbamute was also Oh, Luke Rashard and Mbamute? Yeah. I love Luke and... Oh, wait. The best part is, like... Oh, my God. George Hill was in this draft, too, with Nicholas Batum. The best part is, like, instead of saying Luke Rashard and Mbamute, he just got rid of the Rashard. Yeah, he's just not Rashard anymore. Yeah. Oh, nice. My boy, Costa Kufos, was in this draft, too. Costa Kufos. Linda Scrub. The, the real yeah. Greek freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. like what? So you're locking up Bucks Nets. <laughs> yes. Getting <Okay>. back. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We have the Mavericks taking on the Raptors. The Raptors are actually favored by five points. Um, and on the bubble thing, they're at like 71% chance to win. Uh, I'm going to still take the Mavs here. I'm not going to lock them up, though. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to take the Mavs. I'm so confused before we move on. One last thing. So when I thought the Raptors were like actually so bad and then like I they won too. a couple of games like a couple days ago. And I was they just did? like, all right, they won a game like they beat the Charlotte Hornets. Remember I said that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then oh, they beat them twice. I, I was just like, yeah, how? Uh, I don't know. Like that, like that. I <laughs> their highest they were score, terrible. Well, well, their highest scorer in their Thursday game against the Hornets was Chris Boucher. He also brought in 10 boards. Wait, 
Chris Boucher, why is he nasty this year? It's like his third year in the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like literally, <laughs> I know like every single person was like literally pissed off about the Raptors. Like I was because I was like, that's a team that took us seven games. Right. They suck now. Yeah, the, like freaking Gasol was newbie. nailing threes. Like what is going on? And Anna Newby was hitting game winners. Yeah, that I was that was like pain. <laughs> that was Spain without the F. Yeah, that was just bad. But anyways, moving on. Uh we got Pistons, Heat, uh, Heat minus six and a half. Um, I'm gonna take the Heat. I'm gonna take the Heat and I'm gonna lock them up at six and a half. Big spread, but it's the Pistons. Uh the Pistons broke my heart by literally killing the Celtics that one time. So this is my revenge. Yeah, why like, did they do that simple. Oh, I also want to say, Will, mm-hmm. it wasn't last pod because the Celtics were playing. It was like two pods ago, and the Celtics were playing a bad team back-to-back. It might have been the Pistons one. Where it was yeah, like, it was you the think, Pistons one. You said uh, Celts were going to win both of them, and I said the Celts were going to lose. I, like, literally got it on the spot. You also did the same thing with the Knicks. You said we were going to beat the Magic and lose to the Knicks. Like, I'm actually nasty. <laughs> like why I got like that that Knicks game was bad. Thirty points. We got thirty piece by the Knicks. Like <laughs> no, wait no. Will the Knicks are good? The Knicks are. I good. know they're good, but still, it's the Knicks. They're gonna be forever be known as the Knicks until they make the playoffs. Then they're gonna be the real Knicks. The real Knicks. All right, and then just to wrap up the last two, we got Rockets, Bulls, and Warriors, Lakers. I'm gonna take the Bulls. I am as well. And I'm going to take the Lakers. I'm going to take the Warriors. Oh, okay. You want to lock – you want to put that on uh, – you want to bet that, Will? You want to bet that money line? Yeah, I'll take that money line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, just to let you guys know once again, uh, our lock of the episode records, I'm currently 4-1. and one. I should probably be putting these as my bets instead of my other ones. And, Will, you are currently 3-2, and two, so we still have – we both have winning records. I'm on top by a game. Not that big. Uh, just up one. You know, I was up one earlier today when we were playing, and I literally killed you, if you remember that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. All right. Moving on, Will, to the important shit now. We have the NFL divisional round. We had two games Saturday. We had two games Sunday. The first game on Saturday was the Packers and the Rams. Um, a very interesting game, I would say. Um, it it was it was odd at first, and then the Packers was like, "Nah, you guys thought." Yeah, like um, Aaron Rodgers didn't even have that good of a day. He still threw for two hundred ninety six yards, but let's see, let's see, let's see. We had my favorite my favorite part of the game was uh, Jalen Ramsey getting absolutely heated. Oh, so mad in the end zone. Yeah, that was hilarious. You saw that? Like, yeah. Like, he literally blamed everyone but himself. I'm like, dude, that's just you. And it was just totally him. It was Devontae Adams, too. He, he got cooked by Devontae Adams and was so mad. Yeah. It was in man coverage, and he was like, where's the safety? Like, what do you mean? Like, you're still He's in man coverage. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be on an island. But yeah, they, uh, tried, they tried to make it some BS up, how they practiced that in practice, if that were to happen, that – the dude closest to Devonte Adams would pick him up, and Ramsey would just pick up the dude who should be picking. Up. Yeah, 
Like, and I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell they practiced that. Like, what? Right. Like they, they thought they were going to run that and test if it was man and then snap it as soon as he makes it over that last offensive lineman. BS. Like, you can get away with that shit against the second-year receiver like DK Metcalf. Like, you can lock up DK Metcalf like that. But when you're going up against a true superstar, someone that's actually, like, not there because of his physical ability right now, like someone that's there because of his, like, IQ and his route running, you're going to get yeah. absolutely cooked. So yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what Jalen Ramsey was really thinking there. I take a little victory in this game because I think that Jalen Ramsey cooking DK Metcalf led to Devontae Adams cooking Jalen Ramsey because he got too much of a hot head. But yeah. our boy Cam Akers still had 90 yards with a touchdown off 18 carries. Uh, Aaron Jones matched him on 14 carries. He had 99 yards with a touchdown. Uh, Jared Goff threw for one touchdown. Rodgers threw for two. Uh, Will, if you want to take a guess of who was Green Bay's leading receiver on Saturday. Uh, was it our guy? It, Did he lead? No. no that would have been insane if he led with four receptions. Was it Devontae Adams or was it uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling? Wait, who was our guy? Uh, the tight end. Tonian, right? Okay, it's yeah. not Tonian. It's not Tonian. It was Adam Lazard. On four oh, receptions, yeah. he had 96 yards with a touchdown. And do you yeah, want to take a guess? A game. Do you want to take a guess who led the uh, Rams in receiving yards? Was not was Robert it? Woods. <laughs> All right. And do you know Cooper Cup was out? Oh, was it Van Jefferson? No, it was Josh Reynolds on three receptions. Oh. He had 65 yards. Bad game. Bad game. Of course, it was Josh Reynolds. It was just a bad game. Yeah, I don't know. Some of these playoff games have been like good for like the first half, and then just nothing happens. Yeah, we have it. Usually in the divisional round, you have a game that you like. Like this is a classic. We didn't have any classics this week. That's for sure. None. Especially coming up with this next game, which we thought would be the classic. Absolutely not. We had the Bills taking on the. Ravens, uh, I believe, Will, we thought this would be an absolute shootout. Yeah, I was kind of expecting maybe like somewhere in the 30s for each team. Yeah, it it was 17 to 3. <laughs> they didn't even break 30 points as a collective for both they, teams. They got to 20. They literally stopped at 20. I'm, the first also, half over under was 22 and a half. They didn't get the first half over under in the whole game. What like how many points in the first half? Six, six and off thing. Six. I three? think it might have been six three. Let me check. Let me check. I can check. Yeah, uh, Tucker missed two back to back field goals. Never seen that before in my life. Well, yeah, no. Right, ready? So, it was three zero after the first quarter, uh, in favor of the Bills, and then the Ravens notched a field goal themselves in the second quarter. So it was three to three, and then the Rams scored fourteen points in the third quarter. And then there were zero scores in the fourth. Remember how nerve-wracking that fourth quarter was, though, for us? Oh, my God. That was insane. That was probably <laughs> like, dude, that was nuts. I was I was so happy when it finally hit. Like, that was well, crazy. Well, if you, if you want to tell them about uh, the bet that we made on this game. All right. So, we had um, 
this is this is probably like insane. It was, it was a creative one. It was it was creative. It honestly made the game ten times better because it just yeah. like made it. it we we did not want anyone to score. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, basically didn't want anyone to score, and the bet was no team to score three unanswered like times, basically. Uh-huh. And. and- it came down so we were we were we were chilling at halftime like absolutely chilling absolutely chilling they come out and um bills get a pick six we're like all right no no the bills scored a touchdown first oh yeah bill scored a touchdown <laughs> first then the bills get a pick six and we're like oh my god no on way. the next drive we're like fuck like it's like it's gonna happen now yeah like, we, the ravens we, aren't gonna score we were literally, I was literally, oh my God. Like I was just like literally sitting in the chair, just like, oh my God, oh my God. It's literally over. We're done. We're yeah. Done. And then misses the field goal. With he missed with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. With, they just yeah, absolutely and, whiff on a 20 yard field goal. And like, I, I literally watched the kick go up. I was like, oh my God, it's going left. It's literally going left. I literally yeah. started jumping. I was like, holy shit, we're about, we're about to hit. And then. All of a sudden, the the so I was like, okay, we just had to pray for the Ram. I mean, not the Rams, the Ravens to just like do something to just reset the cow. Like, like we just, we just needed some time off the freaking clock. Yeah. So then they decided to get another turnover with like three minutes left. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna happen. <laughs> it's like over. they're gonna. It's literally over. Then they forced them to punt, and then the game is over. <laughs> it was insane. It was so insane. It was great though. That like that. I think that's my favorite bet. <laughs> that we've ever like, placed that was just like so like like i was interested in the game like to begin with that made the game 10 times better it made it so much better especially when you don't pick a team to bet for because like you don't you're not rooting for anyone you're just rooting for like the weirdest stuff yeah and like I didn't what did even... we place on the packers rams game we had robert tanyan over two three and a half uh receptions and he had four, four. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was electric no. too. <laughs> yeah, I I was like the game got like to the point where like I mean I'm sure I'm sure everyone watching uh any of the playoff games so far there's been a few moments in the games where like it's kind of getting boring, mm-hmm. and you're just like oh like what is going on right now like can we not not for us couldn't be us couldn't be us and <laughs> it, it, and it was like he literally got the catch at that point in the game like i was i was like that 30 yard catch to get our third reception was like it's gonna happen yeah it's like okay where it's gonna happen and then the rest of the game we're just sitting there he's just not even getting looked at we were like yeah well because he had three catches in the second quarter yeah i was getting ready to take a freaking nap at that point i was just like oh my god like what's going on and then and then it just happened yeah he just gets like a nice little dump down and runs down the hill like oh my god he's like he might score right now like what's going on it was like it was like literally the biggest like dink and dunk pass ever, and I was like screaming of like excitement. They were yeah, already up d- by like they were already up by like ten at that point. <laughs> yeah, little did we know an historic day of betting in our careers were going on later that night to the Bills Ravens game. That was just <laughs> yeah. I just I mean honestly I think we should just do that. Like we could have did it for the Bucks Saints game. I didn't see until after, but like I like honestly, I kind of want to do that every single time. I I'd be down to do that because on our Sunday slate of games, we weren't as lucky. Nope, not even. And close. of course, we were using my account at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like we used Will's account on the ones that we hit, and we used your account on the ones that we didn't hit. So let's pray for Baylor 
to beat and cover the under here tonight. Yeah, so and, and and reset the win loss record back to yeah, yeah. Get I just like I'm on a journey just to get back to even after Sunday, <laughs> but starting off on Sunday's game, I'm not down by a lot. I'm not down by a lot. I'm down like five. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. We're we're good. We're okay. Yeah. No. Don't worry. We also don't bet a lot of money because we're young, and we don't yeah, want to get just, addicted. Yeah, we're just having fun. Like you know, what we I mean? do like it. That, like, we like do that, it so like, we can like. We do it so we can like, like kind of be excited you know in a way mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I have something not, to talk I, about yeah. on the pod. Yeah, because if we decided to put, like, I don't know, over $10 on the Bills Ravens game for that bet, I'd be literally shooting my pants. I'd be, yeah, game. I'd, no, no chance that I would have a heartbeat through that whole game. <laughs> yeah, I would literally be like, shit, wrapped to the chair, just literally like shaking. I'd literally have a heart attack. I would literally have a heart attack. <laughs> and then when he missed the field goal, I like I wouldn't even be hyped. I would. Just oh my god, really I would just been really like, yeah, exactly. Like you, you wouldn't even, you don't even get excited when you bet a lot of money. No, you just relieve that I didn't lose over ten dollars on like, right. the dumbest idea ever. Like no one would ever bet that. And everybody's like, well, if you bet more, you win more. But like, what if you lose? Like, I'm not losing money today. Like, I don't plan on losing money to betting in my life. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, like, why, like, why would I bet $100 on them to not score three on answer? Why times bet $100, when I, dollars, bet, Will? When I, can, when I can bet three and win my money back plus some change. And have some fun. <laughs> and actually have and some have, fun. And actually have some fun. Yeah, because at that point, if you're betting that much money, you're not even having fun. No, you're literally, <laughs> trying, you're literally trying to beat the system. Like, you're trying to be the wolf of Wall Street, but betting. Like, that's your vibe. And, like, <laughs> good for you, but that's not me and Will. Yeah, that's not my vibe. Yeah, not, not it's, mine. It's, a, it's either that or, like, an impossible touchdown parlay for, like, oh, yeah. that gets me, that's, like, a couple hundred. Like, that's oh, electric. Don't, don't worry. We'll get to that when the Buccaneers <laughs> Saints game. But starting off with the Chiefs-Browns. Chiefs beat the Browns 22 to 17. It actually got a little close at the end. It we did. thought the Browns might have had a chance. Chad Henney, the Henny God came in. Um <laughs> he that run for uh that run on third down was absolutely electric. It was like a 14-yard run. And then Baker had a good game as well. Mm-hmm. Can't deny that. Uh, I think we'll be seeing a lot of Chiefs versus Browns in the playoffs for years to come. I think the Browns can be on on the come up here. Also, I wanted to take um, a quick second. Um, honestly, a quick congratulations to the Browns. You've really outdone yourself this year. <laughs> You've totally outdone yourself there. Yeah. And then second, 
anyone who says that their offense did not perform well, the defense put them in the worst situations at every single possible time. Every single I don't possible. care what anyone says that they got that pick. Cool. They're on the 20 yard line. What would you like them to do? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like the Chiefs defense is still there. Like, they're not like, they're not losing it. Right. And then people are like, that head to head going into the goal line where Richard Higgins fumbled it for a touchback. They're like, oh, that's lost you the game. But like, I mean, on a game that's had, 22 to 17, like, there were so many other opportunities. That. There were so many other opportunities. And a quick shout out to Austin Hooper for saving their season for a brief period of time. Oh my gosh. Yes. That catch was was so good. It was such a good catch. Like that was, I think that might've been the first time Austin Hooper this season has really shown Austin Hooper. Cause like last season he went absolutely insane with Atlanta. And then also Atlanta just likes to pick up tight ends. Like they're tight end team. Like Hayden Hurst, like all of a sudden just became good. I don't really know where he came from, but but yeah, completely off topic. But still, like the Browns, th- I think th- their division is going to be quite interesting to see what happens because they got the TikTok squad, then they got the Browns, and then they got like some dogs with the Ravens. And I mean the 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 the, the Bengals are there too. The Bengals could be on the come up. Maybe give them Sometimes. a couple more years. Sometimes they're there. A couple more years, maybe like three or four draft picks, and sometimes they'll squeeze out a couple wins. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, why not? <laughs> um, right. Then wait, moving wait, what on. Was our, wait, no. What, what was our bet in this game? Uh, Browns had a hit over. Browns had just had three field goals. They couldn't get three field goals. I think they, they got one. two. Oh, no. They got one. They got one. They got one. Yeah. No, that yeah, was a bad were... bet by us. I don't know why I was so set on them. Getting more why, why, like the Chiefs nailed like five. I know that was stupid. <laughs> I was pissed off. But moving on to possibly the last Drew Brees game ever, ever. Sad While he's on say. the field, sad as, to say, but yes. As uh, college freshmen, we, I don't know, will there's like not many games, not many seasons in my memory where Drew Brees was not the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I don't think there was a single year that I, like... I think, like, the last time that he wasn't the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, well, we were four years old. Yeah, he was on the Bolts. Yeah, for, like, a year, and then they traded him and picked up Phillip Rivers. So, we saw how that one went, but... Yeah, yeah, that... (laughs) good, good, Good shout from you guys over there. But... Yeah, so, I mean, it was just sad. Everybody, you know, coming from Mass, everybody except for my boy Will here is now a Buccaneers fan. I That pisses me off because as a Seahawks fan from Massachusetts, being called a bandwagoner my whole life, and, like, I'm, I've never called anybody a bandwagoner because you like who you like. I never – unless, like, unless people here, if I knew you like a team and now you just magically like a different team, like I get it, Tom Brady. Tom Brady left, but just say that you're a Tom Brady fan. Like, just say you love Tom Brady. And like, yeah, like I, I just don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, personally, like, I was like, I wouldn't mind them getting absolutely destroyed by the Saints. Like, I thought it would be like awesome. Would, but like at the same so time, funny. at at the same time, like I think it's kind of cool how like Tom Brady and Gronk are like on a different squad and they're still getting the job done. Because I had yeah. a feeling. 
like obviously when he played for the Patriots his last season, I was questioning if he still had anything left in the tank. I knew he probably still had some left in the tank because there's no way. Like you don't right. just do it like the last 10 years and then not have anything left after wanting to leave. Like there's got to be a reason. Yeah. And then like I get it. It is cool. Like, I mean, I guess it would be cool seeing them play a home game but I, they're literally like it's literally tom brady versus aaron Rodgers, and aaron Rodgers is thanos and, and, and just... aaron, aaron Rodgers is nasty i mean i i'm sorry i'm picking the packers like i know we're gonna talk about it on friday but i'm picking the packers yeah i just don't know how, like this is another one of those games where you gotta really think about it because the buccaneers defense played very well yeah I mean, but that was also against Drew Brees, and you could just see you could just see yesterday he really just that was pretty much all he had left. He yeah. like can't he's a he's a great time manager right now. He just can't throw the ball deep. Like that's why they brought in Jameis for that trick play. Because you can't put in Jameis for no reason and put him at quarterback, like they'll know that you're throwing it deep. It's kind of like how you know how the Colts, uh going back to Phillip Rivers, they just put in Jacoby Brissett to throw it deep sometimes. They just knew what they were doing. That's what that's what they were doing with Jameis there, but they did it in a trick play, so it would actually work. Like Drew Brees, just but like that, he that's just really more of a Sean a Payton, left. yeah, uh, thing. Right, but anyways, getting back to Breezewell, like I said, uh, he was he was drafted by the Chargers in two thousand and one. Played with them until until oh five. He played with them until oh five, and then when we were when we were four years old, uh, he went to the saints. So we have, I mean, in my memory, at least I don't remember a single time that drew Brees was not an Orleans saint. I have a few drew Brees shirts, a few jerseys. I've always loved drew Brees. Uh, I mean, he's like five, nine and he's been balling since 2001. He's well, his career is older than you. Yeah. He's literally started the year I was born. Yeah. He got drafted in May of 2001 so about seven months before your birth yep (laughs) so there and i mean he was a saint in 2006 so we were both i think around four starting that was probably around yeah that was probably around the time i like recognized what like sports were yeah exactly like i mean because nobody really really remembers anything uh like stuff like that before the yeah. age of like five. Cause like, I mean, obviously I've been watching football my whole life. I have like a football family. I have many family members that have been involved in football, but like, I don't like, I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah. I remember when I was three, I watched Drew Brees play for the bolts. Like ever yeah, since I, I mean, can remember like, Drew Brees has been a saint and I've never seen a season where Drew Brees isn't a saint. Yeah, I, I, you, like you'd be joking if I said I remember the Pat Super Bowl like when I like when Tom Brady came in. Like, yeah, I just don't yeah, think well, I. Wait, were you even born yet? I think that was like literally like I think I was only if maybe a month and a half old. Patriots' first Super Bowl. Are you sure you were born? I think it was February. Oh, yep, February third, two thousand two. I wasn't yeah, even I was, born. That yeah, was in was between like a... me and you being alive. Yeah, I was like a month and a half old. And be like, oh yeah, yeah. That was I just, sick. It was like, just, <laughs> it was just insane when Drew Bledsoe got hurt. And 
yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, just like in the crib, in just the like, hospital. Yeah, yeah, I'm literally in the hospital, be like, oh my god, I'm literally watching greatness in front of my eyes. Like, yeah, it, little <laughs> did I know the di- the Patriots dynasty begins today. Like, and then when I was, and then when I was two years old, and they beat the Panthers in 04, that was just insane. That game, I couldn't tell you a single player that played for the Panthers in 2004. Like, who got them there? And like, who played for the Eagles in two thousand five? Was that Donovan McNabb? Uh, that was Donovan Mc, Donovan Donovan McNabb. Oh, Lucha Donovic. <laughs> like, like so the, yeah. Like, I, I don't. Was like, this I, sh- wait? Was this also the year? Oh, B Doc, Terrell. Oh, oh, that was when Terrell Owens like broke his leg and just played. That was oh insane. yeah. That, they should have won just insane. because of that. And he <laughs> like, was their head coach. That, yeah. Oh, like, gosh. What would you want me? To, oh, sitting there watching. I'm like not even like what three years old yet. I'm just like, wow, inspirational. <laughs> Terrell Owens literally oh. is playing with a broken leg. I don't even know what a broken leg is, but that's insane. I remember Dion Branch, but I remember Dion Branch's second stint with the Pats. He was the Super Bowl MVP in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that second stint Branch was insane. Back. He was yeah, like the best so wide funny. receiver. It yeah, was like insane. Randy Moss was on that team too. Wait, I'm yeah. trying to think. Was this the year that Vinatieri banged that field goal against the Raiders that we were talking about earlier today? Actually, <laughs> yeah, I think it was. That that field goal was maybe the greatest. Wait, I want to know who was on that Panthers team. Like what? <laughs> Panthers Super Bowl roster. Let me know when you're there. I don't want to say any names. Carolina Panthers. All right. Okay. Oh, wait. What? Really okay, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, okay, so Steve Smith was on that team. I had a feeling. Wait, he wait, was wait, on. wait, wait, wait. Am I looking at the right team right now? Where does what what website yeah. are you on? Uh pro dash football dash reference. Pro football, yeah. Uh was their record eleven and five? Yep. And John Fox was their head coach. <laughs> yep. Okay, all right. They were, we're expected to go. Eight and seven that season. That's how's that possible? All right, so Steve <laughs> That's Smith not even doable. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and, oh, there's like a percentage. So they said eight point oh, six to seven point four. Seven point four. Oh, okay. yeah. They let me gonna, just win a fourth. They're gonna of a win it. Yeah. No, they're gonna lose a fourth of a game. Yeah. Like what? Okay. Whatever. All right. The, all right. So that's Steve Smith. Who, then they had who, they had Jermaine Wiggins. Who is Jake? Delholm. Who? I mean, oh, he didn't even. Yeah, he went nineteen for sixteen touchdown interception ratio. Ratio. What? That wasn't. That's not like good. That's not like really yeah, good. I know. All and right. So they had Julius a rookie Peppers. Jordan Gross. They had a rookie Jordan Gross. Mm-hmm. Three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Um, who'd they have on T? Oh, Peppers. They had Julius oh, Peppers. Um, I remember him when I was three. He was nasty. <laughs> everyone else. Not even I remember him when I was one. Yeah, I'm not really, not really familiar with some of these names. Oh, you, you don't know Mike Minter at Strong Safety? No, not really sure who that was. He, he like, he had, bro, you don't remember Mike Minter they, when you were what, two years old? What did their defense do this season? I, dude, I. Really couldn't tell you. Like, look at like, 
like okay julius peppers had seven sacks that's fantastic their right defensive end had 12 mike rucker i don't know who that is mike rucker he had 12 sacks that's insane greg favors did nothing greg literally favors? says he did nothing he literally played 12 greg games favors. and did nothing greg favors the power forward in the nba yeah is that I, I, oh Derek. That's Derek. that's Derek. that's Derek. that's Derek. and then their db core had eight interceptions all right the eagles were runners up that year with like pretty much the same squad Oh, yeah, Donovan McNabb, I don't even think started for them. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Lou says he didn't even start for him that year. What Wait, this is actually insane. Wait, this is crazy. Wait, like, someone someone in the NFC had to have been nasty that year. Six it players just... on this Six players on this team were not drafted here. <laughs> like, their whole team was all drafted pretty much. Um, like on the starting roster, not the entire team. Uh huh. Which is like cr- kind of crazy. Like six people. That's Steve. Crazy. Steve McNair uh, led the Titans past the first round, but then got stopped in the divisional. They beat the Ravens, who were nasty at that time too. They had a great defense. Eddie George uh, rushed five times for twenty-five yards on mm-hmm. a game-winning drive. Um. Then the Panthers beat the Cowboys, who had Bill Parcells as their head coach. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. So you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me that Jack Delahome in 2011 started. It's Jake. Jake. Wait, in 2011, he was on the Houston Texans. He didn't play. <laughs> he just had it. Oh, we played one game. He went 18th for 28, had a 64.3 completion percentage, 211 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. All right. So one thing that I've learned as an 18-year-old is that this was the easiest Super Bowl ever. Like, I've never watched it, but, like, there's no way it wasn't. Like this, like, well, unless I, like there's something about Mike Minter playing strong safety that just like was insane in 2003. I just don't see it. All right, why was Chris Jenkins in um, an asterisk? I don't know. Maybe he, like was wasn't actually there. <laughs> he was just like I don't know. Mike Rucker. Mike Rucker, Darius Rucker's uh, uh, son, I think. Sure. All right. Well, I say stop screwing with ourselves. And we Uh, get into the official early inside the five mock draft. Uh, So we have our first first team picks, 14. Did I just say 14? 15 picks. Jags, Jets. Miami via Houston, Falcons, Bengals, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, 49ers, Bolts, Vikings, Patriots. Starting off with the first pick of the inside the five mock draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. That's exactly who I had I just, as well. I, I just don't see how it's possible 
to like see it's one of those things where having the first pick like and anything obviously like i don't really like know necessarily like in terms of like pro sports but like in fantasy like what if you just mess up the first pick of the draft then you're just like okay you look that's like what i'm idiot. saying like yeah so like if you don't take the damn best player then you're an idiot Exactly. Because at least you at least you tried if he wasn't good. At least you tried. Oh wait, uh, my mic was on mute. But yeah, <laughs> um, like that's that's facts. Especially with the Jaguars, like you need a quarterback. Uh, yeah, Minshew is just not doing it for you. No. Um. So me and Will both agree with the first pick. Uh, if you guys have not heard us do any lists or anything. Uh, we both make our own like list and then we'll kind of compare. Um, but Will, hopefully you can hear this. Uh, with the second pick, I'm gonna say mine. The New York Jets take. <laughs> Devonta Smith, wide okay, receiver, so, Alabama. So, so this is where I get um. I have uh, so a couple picks here. I'm gonna have two people, and it's where I think they could possibly go. So I also have possibly actually wait, no, I don't. Never mind. I do not have Devonta Smith even here, but I have two technically. So okay. I either have Jamar Chase. Oh, okay. Or um geez, I forgot the pronunciation of his uh, name. We were just talking about it. Is it Nay? Panay, Panay Sewell, which they do need a tackle. They do need 100%. offensive linemen. So I think it could be either one of those. And I obviously that kind of just gave away my fifth pick because the Bengals, I had them flip flopping. So whoever they okay. take, they're gonna they're gonna take the opposite. All right. So next up, we have Miami. Will uh, I'm just gonna say it real quick before you go. I had mm-hmm. Panay Sewell also going top three. I had them going to Miami though. I have Devonta Smith going to Miami. Okay. All right. So you think there's a possibility that Jamar Chase goes before him? Yes. I honestly agree with that 100%, but I think the Jets still take Devonta Smith just because they're the Jets. Yeah, like, I, I just – I, I, I kind of – like, the first couple, like, after Trevor Lawrence, it's really a mix – yeah, I agree. It's, like any any of these guys, like not saying that they're bad. Any of these guys are really good, and they could yeah. all go within like top five, top six. Mm-hmm. Um, because like Jamar Chase, he took this season off, so he's probably huge right now. Yeah, and like he's been training for the combine like for like a year more than anybody else has been, so he's gonna be nasty in the combine. Yeah, so I mean, it re- it's going to come down to preference, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. And then um, for the fourth pick, we have the Falcons here. Um, yeah, um, the p- the pick is in. Uh, with the mean? fourth, with the fourth <laughs> pick, the Atlanta Falcons select Justin Fields. Uh, I agree with you. I also think they're going to be taking Justin Fields in this pick. Uh, the Matty with, Ice era could possibly be over with this Which pick. is another sad thing for us yep. to hear. But I think it's the best pick in that at that point. Uh, you have so much offensive talent. Why not add a nice young quarterback to it? And I think this is the same rule that's applied for the first pick. Obviously not the first and fourth pick, but the situation where 
you either not take a QB stack draft and not pick a QB and wait till next season and hopefully something happens where you can get a good pick or trade for QB, which I see this also brings up the Deshaun Watson question. Could he go to the Falcons? Could he go to the Falcons? And then I haven't like there's there's a lot of other teams could possibly end up happening. So I think at that fourth pick, if you don't plan on trading or if you don't already have Deshaun Watson for the Falcons, if that even happens, you kind of have to take Justin Fields. Yeah, I agree. The same thing where at least you tried. Like, I mean, I don't doubt he won't be like he's going to be probably be good for them. They have weapons. He's not he's not losing out. Yeah. And I mean, he didn't look that good in the natty, but that's because he literally died the week before to that linebacker from Clemson. Yeah, and then, like, right after halftime, he took another hit to, like, his hip. And, yeah, like, what was he supposed to do? Yeah. All right. But with the next pick, the fifth pick in the draft, Will, who do you have the Cincinnati Bengals taking? Um, so, I have the, like I said before, oh, I yeah. have taking the offensive tackle or um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Uh, with the fifth pick, Will? Mm-hmm. I have the Cincinnati Bengals taking Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. He is insane. And when I think of the Bengals, I think of their lack of defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what better to do than adding a middle linebacker? Yeah. I don't, I don't can, see he's not. kind of a do-it-all linebacker. Uh, he uh, – wait, let me see. He, he opted out of the 2020 season to prepare for the 2021 NFL draft. And I mean, players like that, I mean, you never really know what could happen with them. If so, if he has a good combine, I can easily see him going the fifth pick. Yeah. And um, I guess I'll say mine, my seventh, wait, did I just completely mess that one up? Uh, sixth. Sixth. Okay. Never mind. Okay. My bad. Uh, sixth no, pick, okay. the Eagles. I have um, Pat Sertain. Ooh. Ooh, okay, okay, and I and I and I say that because I think they're fine on offense for now. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or twenty four seven access to your truck repair status. Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Obviously, I don't know what uh, Zach Ertz is going to like do in terms of tight ends, which could obviously, they could take a tight end. There is a tight end that could go possibly early. Um, in terms of defense, they do have um, big play slay. Big play slay. Yep. But I feel like you kind of need someone else, too, because he's going to be on your best man in a lot of teams that – especially in the NFC, all have two guys. Yeah. Um, for my sixth pick, Will, uh, you think about the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what position gets shit on the most? Not other than Carson Wentz, other than Carson Wentz. 
Um, I don't even know. They're wide receivers. Wide receivers, like like I guess. I mean, the lack of wide receivers that they've had in the past two years, how they've had to have Travis Fulgham be their number one guy this year, how they haven't had Zach Ertz healthy, how their second guy is like Alshon Jeffrey, who's like 30 years old. I have them taking Jamar Chase. Could see that. Because they need a young weapon. Obviously, they have Rager, who's a young guy, so he's going to come into that. But mm-hmm. they don't have a second option. Like you said in the NFC, everybody has a second option. They don't have a yeah. second option. So why not try to make a little fun fun offense before you get your defense? Just add one more offensive pick. Because in a league that defenses are very underrated, you want to kind of build a young offense before you start to make moves to get those defensive veterans to make a move towards a championship. So I think they're going to build up the yeah. offense first in this rebuild. Which so I, I agree. I, I think, I think they should. Now, as we know, the Eagles are known to just possibly pick like be so bad, be so bad. So like, I bet you they won't even pick Pat Sertain. They'll probably pick someone not even listed in everyone's top 15. Right? Like, because do you remember uh, they took, J.J. Arcago Whiteside before Terry McLaurin and D.K. Metcalf in a draft once. Like, they did that in 2019. They were being serious. That's the problem. And, like, the worst part is, like, they picked – they had three picks before Terry McLaurin and D.K. went. They picked a tackle who has not done anything. And then they picked Miles Sanders, who's decent. And then, excuse me, J.J. Arcago Whiteside, who I have not heard of – at all. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of him since like the draft. Yeah. Like so, literally since I mean, the draft. They're not doing too good over there. So I think they finally take a shot at yeah. a wideout. A wideout then, that's like a surefire thing. Yeah, I agree. That that would be a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um for my seventh pick, we have the Lions. Now, the Lions could honestly use pretty much everything besides wide receiver and halfback. I think they're fine wide receivers and halfback. I mean, Matt Stafford is okay, but I don't think he's going to stay. So they also have that to incorporate with who they might take. Also, their defense is a big issue. Huge issue. And I think I have Micah Parsons going to the Lions, and I think that helps them out a lot. I would like agree all, all Like all around. I think that they, that adds a lot to their defense. Mm-hmm. Especially because he'll literally play right away. They don't yeah, have anyone. He'll, he'll start right there at linebacker. He'll lead the defense. Hopefully, they can get a young defense in the next few years mm-hmm. uh, to build up. But I don't think, in my opinion, I think Stafford is gone. Right, he's getting old in a quarterback stacked draft. Uh, what better to do than take a young quarterback out of BYU? That man being Zach Wilson. He lost to Coastal which is a bad show, but Coast was also one of the best teams ever. So, I mean, hey, um, he had a great performance in his bowl game. Uh, why, Like, why not? Lions, I mean, just pick up a quarterback, take a chance. Yeah, and I that like I can see that happening. I think most – some of these picks are like some of these scenes that we're saying, it's going to be very situational to how their offseason plays before the draft. Because if they don't make, if the Lions don't make any moves, let's say Matthew Stafford stays, they're they're gonna think Matthew Stafford still has like two years left. Yeah. So they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait. And then obviously, if he's gone, which I think he should 
do for himself, at least try to win, go to the playoffs, try to do something. Pull like a Phillip Rivers. Yeah, and try to do something like that because he still has a cannon. Like he can still literally gun the ball. Like he's still right. good. Yeah. And and I still think he has a solid amount of years left. And I think now would be the time. It's literally now or never. He either leaves now or he's gonna stay for or he's, at least a solid he's, three to four and years. He's screwed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, because yeah, it'll could, be interesting. Could, like, how how old? I just before I don't want to go on another like rant. But Stafford's got to be thirty five. He's thirty two years old. That's it. So he easily has. Obviously, he takes a lot of hits, a lot of injuries. Right. So, he has had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um. But I could still see him playing. I saw like if he leaves, I could see him signing like five years. I mean, yeah, Brady's playing until he's 40. And, I mean, and 50. Stafford, Stafford still has a cannon. And like, yeah, he does. It's not like I'm Stafford's playing without wideouts, without wideouts either. Like, he literally has Kennedy Holiday on his team. I know. And, and uh, Marvin Hall and the, Marvin Jones that? Jr. Marvin not, Jones, yeah. Yeah. Well, they also have Marvin Hall, who's like, yeah. playing a big role for them. He was okay. I'm, I'm looking right now. Um, this season, the, he had an 89.9 QB rating. Um, he threw 62%. It was just, I mean, kind of, he didn't even have that bad of a year. Yeah. He's doing okay. It was just like, he got hurt for that short span of time. Yeah. Uh, I'm mad confused. I'm so confused. Oh my god. Um no. I'm looking at his career stats. I'm actually an idiot. I'm actually an idiot. Played all right. He had a 96.3 QB rating, which is better. Yes. Um he had a 64 completion rating, 64%, which is also better. 26 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. So he definitely wasn't the problem. He was also sacked not at all. Well, he was sacked 38 times this year. They don't have an offensive line, and somehow um, oh Swift got through. Well, oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. In 2017, Will, he got sacked 47 times. Yeah, he was probably hurt for half of that season. He died. Yeah, he yeah, died. So. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, they. I think they take a quarterback. But moving on. To the eighth pick, well, uh, I got the Panthers taking Kyle Pitts tight end out of Florida. I do too. Okay, all right, let's move on then. Uh, the Greg with Olson the ninth pick, I have the Broncos. So what I was thinking here, Broncos are young, they need a quarterback, but at ten, don't reach and take Mac Jones, right? Or at nine, don't reach and take Mac Jones. He's going to be a late first rounder. Just don't even go for it. When you think of the Broncos, what do you think of? Vaughn Miller, right? Mm-hmm. And you think of Bradley Chubb, both edge rushers, both outside linebackers. But what you don't think of is who is that inside linebacker, and that's just something that they don't have. They have a decent, decently young uh, secondary. They have decent edge rushers, as I said, which can help with their D-line. They don't have an inside linebacker, and that's why I'm thinking they take Jeremiah – Owusu Karamoa, who is the inside linebacker from Notre Dame, who has had a really good season. I just think that pick makes sense for them. Will, who do you have them taking? I have them taking a QB. I haven't taken Trey Lance. 
Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about Trey Lance. I have him going later. Um, I feel like, well, I mean, in terms of the way I have my list, it it makes sense why he'd be going there. Obviously, I heard Mac Jones is going to be falling a little bit, so, I mean, Trey Lance. I think if uh, Zach Wilson, which I have him later in the upcoming pick, so if he goes earlier, then Trey Lance is probably your next best bet. And mm. there's nothing wrong with um. Get it out. You got it. I can't even think of his name. I like literally know Drew Locke. There's nothing wrong with him. I just don't think that's the answer. I actually saw somewhere that Drew Locke is good, but uh, who's who was their rookie wideout kid from Bama? Oh yeah, um, he was terrible this year. Yeah, he, he was like second or third in drops, and then uh, Cortland Sutton. They've only played four games together. And they don't have a tight end. Or they do. They have no fan, but he was hurt this year too, I think. So, I mean, honestly, Drew Locke ha- like, had that really good stretch and then just really didn't have a chance. Yeah, that that too. I mean, I don't – like, I feel like you can't – with a QB I mean, Trey, draft. Trey Lance is better than Drew Locke, in my opinion. I'm not saying it's yeah. a bad pick. Yeah, so, I, I mean, they could, they could go either route, keep him, and then obviously draft a linebacker, or they could draft Trey Lance – it, that that also comes down to situation whether they yeah, feel it's like, like kind of what what do they time. want to do yeah exactly all right moving on at number 10 will i have the cowboys going back to back with corners in, as their first round picks i have them taking patrick Sertain. oh i have them taking caleb farley caleb farley oh from virginia tech that corner mm-hmm. okay yeah. all right both corners uh i mean you could interchange them as well i have them going in a couple picks uh, with 11, though, in between, I have the Giants taking Patrick – or, yeah, Patrick Sertain. Wait, nope. Did I just say Patrick Sertain? You just said Patrick Sertain. Oh, I was looking at my – oh, I was looking at number 12. Never mind. At number 11, this is just totally different. I have the Giants taking Gregory Russo. I have the same thing as well. Yeah, good edge rusher. The Giants don't really get that much pressure off. Uh, I could also see them taking a – like any offensive lineman pretty much at this point. Yeah, I agree there. And then I have an interesting 49ers pick here. This is also another situational thing. So obviously, okay. as we saw now, obviously, as we saw this year, Garoppolo, he played okay. They had a pretty terrible, like sub, like, okay. is kind of like exaggerating. He played, played a lot of injuries. Yeah. They had a lot of injuries. There wasn't a whole lot of options for him. He got hurt. Like he barely, he didn't even play for like half the season. But like when he was in there, they he was didn't look that great. Didn't look that great. At some points, he looked decent. Yep. Um, and then I forgot their backup. He came in, dropped like 400 yards, and then like he was really not all that. So Uh, I think. Oh, I forget him too. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Because Bethard's their third string, but it wasn't Bethard. Yeah. So they, I think they take Zach Wilson. Okay. I didn't even know Zach Wilson go yet. And and I think they move on from Garoppolo. See, I think that's also another situational thing. I feel like maybe because everyone was hurt, didn't really have a chance to see the team at full potential again. Right. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. Because the Super Bowl run, he wasn't awful. He wasn't the best. He wasn't the best. But he but... wasn't awful. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. They were a very run-heavy team, and that's what screwed them. Yeah, and I think Zach Wilson with the arm. I think it, right. it would be. Yeah, it would Honestly, be ideal pick. to pick him if right. he goes that. If he can get to the twelfth pick, obviously yeah. you had him going earlier, I believe. I I had him going seventh to the Lions, yeah. but that's another situational thing. Yeah, so it it really depends. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you think about it, every every single team has a quarterback. Right. Every team has yeah. a quarterback on their roster, technically. Someone that they had last year that is gonna be there this year. It's about replacing him. So I mean, if they don't want to replace him, then this quarterback's gonna just keep falling. That's all it is. That's literally all it is. So I think Zach Wilson can go literally from anywhere from three to like fifteen. I do just too, depending man, on like depending on like give him a chance. Yeah. So it's like the Lions, like, oh, we want to keep Matt Stafford. Okay. Panthers, we want to give uh what's his name? Number five over there, Teddy B uh, another year. We only gave him one. Broncos, Drew Locke, only third year. Cowboys, Dak's coming back. Giants, I mean, let's take a shot on uh number ten over there. What's his name? Dan Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones, great runner. Who knows? I mean, he could yeah, fall I to mean, the 49ers. Uh, you, the Chargers wouldn't pick him because we have the best quarterback ever. Uh, yeah. And then the Vikings and the Pats could take him as well. So I, I don't think he falls past 15. I think if he gets to 15, the Pats easily take him. Uh, you had Trey Lance going before him, right? I did. I had him going to the Broncos. And that's also another situational thing. I think that's, that's the same just, thing. Yeah. It's just like who they prefer. Right. I think and like I, because those kids, those two – are for sure first rounders. It's just who wants to get who wants to like not have that quarterback back because everybody has a quarterback. And then Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are just like those generational talents where it's like, okay, at some point we got to take them unless we just drafted a quarterback. Or in the Jets case, it's kind of weird because, uh, what's his name had like a decent year. Sam Darnold had like a decent year, not the yeah. best, obviously, but like give him a shot with the new court with a new uh, coach. Which I think and, is very doable for who they hired, which uh, we totally right. forgot to talk about that. Oh, they yeah. literally just hired literally the 49ers without their head coach. They And like, it was Sala, who was literally the smartest coach I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no. So th- they're, they're going to be good. The overdrive post 
It's I now yeah. we're in overdrive. Now we yeah, are in now we're, overdrive. Now we're in overdrive. And then also the Chargers got a new coach, which this kind of influenced my pick moving on to because this is their pick. Kind of I didn't really know where to go. That was a great transition. I didn't really thanks. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't I didn't like, even know that this was they, their pick. Did they skip over. I'd kill no, Farley going to the 49ers, by the way. I think I think you said that before. I might have not. I probably did. It's been a long, been a long life. Um, we, so they hired the Rams defensive coordinator, who was literally there for like maybe a year and a half, two years. Like I don't think he's he's maybe he's maybe fifteen years old too. Yeah, he's super (laughs) young. Which didn't really. I mean, like I didn't really hear him in in the talks for being a coach. Why not? Why not? And then I I clicked on the comments of the post and I was like, "You're an idiot if you didn't hear him in the talks." I'm like, "Bro, what talks are you listening to? Like, (laughs) like literally under the rock radio? Like, I'm sorry." Those are also like, I mean, that man is a good coach. Yeah, see what he's doing with the Rams. I mean, that defense is great. So. I mean, and that's also a thing the Chargers needed is defense. I mean, I feel like offense will come. They already looked fine. They just didn't have someone who could manage the clock well. So, for me, I have 13 and 15 going with two different picks here. So, I either have them taking Jalen Waddell or Christian Darasaw. Oh, okay. An offensive tackle. I have, like we said, they were taking the D coordinator. As you know, they moved on from – who was it? King, the cornerback King. They mm-hmm. traded him to the Titans. So I actually have them picking up a young corner. And I think will as, as bolts fans, we are going to like this pick Sean Wade, who is Ohio state's number one corner. I like that. I like that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Just excitement. The energy, you know, Jameis brings the energy to the saints. He'd bring the energy to that bolt defense. Because I mean, they are they have Bosa on the line, they have and Linval Joseph on the line. Why not go get a nice secondary? Yeah, why not get a corner? And, and they really do need a corner because they did get rid of Desmond King to the Titans this year, which he was old. They needed to, so they need and Chris Harris is getting old too. Yeah, I agree. So that's a good move. I think they really can't go wrong unless they unless the player really just doesn't pan out the way they want them to be. Right. They could draft someone in almost any position except for quarterback. And I just think a wide receiver wouldn't hurt the offensive success because you have to think about it. Um, I can't even get it out. I can't even think of the names now. I'm like losing it. Um, Michael Williams is still young. And then, right. yep. um, then the, the other one, he's Keelan Allen. Ke- oh, Keelan and Kel. Yep. Yeah. Keenan Allen is getting older. So they need someone to kind of eventually move up, which will probably be Mike Williams. And then it'll, however it pans out to be. So having another wide receiver wouldn't hurt. They also have a right. bunch of practice squad players who are filthy for no reason. For literally no reason. And they have like 15 running backs because, yeah, because uh, our last head coach, which I don't want to even say his name anymore. <laughs> Just absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we get it. You're a running back. You were a running back. Doesn't mean you have to have 53 running backs on the roster. Yeah, there was a doubt in their mind as soon as Austin Eckler went down. They literally had a list of 75 running backs that they could have picked. They're like, don't worry, our backup quarterback is also a running back too, so we can just we can put him in. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He liked him because his ability to run. Probably he was like, wow, could have been a great running back if you wanted to be. All right, but moving on, Will. 
Uh, 14, I have the Vikings taking in a tackle, which is, you said his name before, Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. Uh, who do you have at 14? Not much to talk about with the Vikings. They're kind of boring. I, I have him as well. I had Derisaw and Waddle. Like, and Waddle, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really know who else they would pick if Derisaw was picked because I don't think the Vikings would pick Waddle, but I don't see why they would pass him up if you yeah. to him at the same time. So, I guess... You can put him there because I also have him for 15. Mm-hmm. And then as a Patriots fan, Will, who do you have going at 15? Oh, I know as we said that Mac Jones is going to go 20. I think they should reach a little bit and pick and Mac Jones. And just take him just because yeah. they can? Because they can. They literally have all the power to take him. And then also another person, Jalen Waddle. I don't feel like you could <laughs> – Lose right. out on him yeah, either. you can't lose out on Jalen Waddle because you got to think about it. If Jalen Waddle didn't get hurt early this year for Bama, Devonta Smith was their number two receiver this year. Waddle yeah. was their number one. And also on another thing, uh, like obviously, a lot of people talk about Deshaun Watson trade, everything like that. And the reason why I put Mac Jones and Jalen Waddle was because a lot of people were linking him to the Pats at some point that there possibly would be a trade. So if there were to be a trade, I feel like signing or not signing, but drafting Jalen Waddle. And then if they ended up trading for Deshaun Watson, that at that point, it would kind of want to give him some hope to go there as people were saying, which I mean, you're are signing or drafting a great wide receiver. And I just, I don't really see him going to the Pats. I mean, as a Pats fan, I'd love to see Deshaun Watson there. Like that'd be awesome. But I feel like they have the best of luck drafting mac jones okay um and will um that means you'd have a third of the top 15 b receiver or quarterbacks that you'd have five quarterbacks you picked five quarterbacks in your 15 uh so far will i've only picked three uh and i think this might actually happen trey lance is a name that i have not said yet i think he might just magically fall right into bill's hands was at pick 15. I mean, I wouldn't be mad about that either. Uh, right. Because that's one I, that you had going earlier. But, I mean, I think there's a possibility that he falls just because the fact that he didn't play this year. He'll probably have a good combine. But the fact that he didn't play this year could hurt him, how it hurt DK after, like, a great combine. Um, I think it's totally doable for him to fall at 15. And I think if he falls at 15, I mean, the Pats have to pick him. Yeah, that, that also goes into the situational stuff that we said before, mm-hmm. where it kind of like, if obviously Mac Jones is supposed to go later. So if obviously Trey Lance and Mac Jones are the Patriots off it, uh, Patriots in their room, they're thinking uh, Trey Lance is still on the table. Mac Jones is obviously projected to go later. At that point, it's who do you prefer? You saw right. Mac Jones play this year. You didn't see Trey Lance play this year. They so might take Mac. They, they I might take the Mac. And, and, Pats and would be one of the that. only teams that would really like take Mac as like a safe, safe bet. Cause Trey Lance is like a guy that like, he has an arm. Uh, he's D one, a D one double a actually. Cause he went to North Dakota, which is where Wentz went, but mm-hmm. uh, he's more known to run around and kind of create for his own. We saw that with cam. It definitely didn't work. Um, yeah. No. But like this guy has an arm on him too, but the Pats are so used to having that pocket passer. I think if Bill stays, he'll see a lot of pocket passing with um, with Mac Jones there. 
I so, agree. I mean, you, never, you really never know. Or and, or they could just fuck around and take like a D2 guy because just because Yeah, because they just know too yeah. many things. And like like and the the other thing I was gonna say is I don't think it's gonna happen, but in in an odd scenario where I believe that the Patriots managed to somehow think that Cam Newman might still be their guy because I heard multiple reactions. I heard that they weren't opposed to keeping him because I heard they actually liked him and that they just wanted to find more weapons, which then obviously they take Jalen Waddle, but that's just a little bit too out of the blue, I think for them to even want to keep him. Not that I have an issue with Cam Newman. I'm actually a pretty big Cam Newman fan. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just, he's not the same. Yeah, that's true. That is very true after all his injuries. But that is going to wrap up our mock draft. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also going to wrap up the episode. Make sure you guys follow Inside the Five Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Inside the Five on YouTube. Um, have a good week of betting, uh, of college basketball, of NBA basketball. We will see you guys on Friday to talk about our championship games and a little basketball. And yeah, well, you got anything to add? Um, have a great week. Yeah, peace. peace. In the night, I hear him talk the cold story ever told. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. How could you be so so heartless how could you be so cold as the winter wind when it breeze yo just remember that you t- mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.